0: Our scripture lesson this day comes from Numbers chapter 11, so you can follow along with the words on the screen this day. We'll read verses 10 through 17 together. Moses heard the people weeping throughout their families at the entrances of their tents. And then the Lord became very angry and Moses was displeased. So Moses said to the Lord, why have you treated your servants so badly? Why have I not found favor in your sight that you lay the burden of all this people on me? Did I conceive all this people? Did I give birth to them that you should say to me, carry them in your bosom as a nurse carries a sucking child to the land that you promised on oath to their ancestors? Where am I to get meat to give to all this people? For they come weeping to me and say, give us meat to eat. I am not able to carry all this people alone, for they are too heavy for me. If this is the way you are going to treat me, put me to death at once, if I have found favor in your sight. And do not let me see my misery. So the Lord said to Moses, Gather for me seventy of the elders of Israel, whom you know to be the elders of the people and officers over them, and bring them to the tent of meeting, and have them take their place there with you. And I will come down and talk with you there, and I will take some of the spirit that is on you and put it on them, and they shall bear the burden of the people along with you so that you will not bear it all by yourself. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So last week we began with the psalmist question, How long? And what we'll find as we make our way through the wilderness is that the wilderness is a place of many questions. Moses has questions in the wilderness Why have you treated your servants so badly? Why have I not found favor in your sight that you laid the burden of all this people on me? Did I conceive all this people? Did I give birth to them that you should say to me, carry them in your bosom as a nurse carries a sucking child to the land that you promised an oath to your ancestors? Where am I to get meat to give all this people? Beloved, I I believe that Moses' questions were honest. They were born of a true place within him. But I want to posit to you this day that Moses was unknowingly living into a toxic myth. One that was pervasive in his time and one that remains that way. The myth of rugged individualism. Here's the myth. We are supposed to be able to handle the burden of life and in Moses' case of leadership by ourselves. We hear the axiom, God does not give us more than we can handle, right? And within this myth, there are many implications. Chief amongst them, any failings are ours to own, unequivocally by ourselves. Often, the leaders in our, our world, leaders in our lives, they live into this, this myth perpetuating it, pretending that they've done what they've done and they've accomplished what they've accomplished all on their own. Beloved, here's the personal and corporate lesson. In the wilderness, you can't go it alone. The truth is that no person is an island no great accomplishment is achieved alone. This is why in AA, a sponsor is crucial. This is why we have baptism buddies. This is why we have confirmation mentors. Whether we're talking about the wilderness of an empty nest, of living with depression, of navigating your late 20s or of a job transition, as people of faith, we claim that God has not created us to journey alone. We need people to walk alongside us, and we need to be the people who walk alongside others. My favorite book a couple years ago was a children's book titled The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse by Charlie Mackesy. See, these four are traveling together, the boy and the mole, the fox and the horse, traveling together through what we could certainly call wilderness. Each page comes with a different lesson. One of my favorites is when the boy asks the horse, what is the bravest, most courageous thing you've ever said? Help, the horse replies. The wilderness is a great place to get honest with ourselves and with God. The wilderness is often for us a place to ask the bravest and most courageous thing of the people around us. When Moses is exhausted, when he is angry, he finally decides that he can get honest with God. I can't bear the burden of this people all by myself. Moses is able to ask for help, to then receive help, and later to give help. These are three unique things, beloved. It is one thing for us to ask. It is another for us to set aside the myth and receive the help that is offered. You see, navigating wilderness... As we talked about a few weeks ago, navigating the journey from bondage to liberation, from slavery to freedom, that cannot be an individual effort. It must be collective. Moses couldn't lead the Hebrew people to freedom alone. He needed partners in that work. A couple times a year, I make a trip to middle Alabama, I go there to meet with some of my dearest friends, to spend the weekend with them. I usually make that trip on a Thursday evening after work. What has happened over the last several years is that as I make my way to that part of Alabama, it is late in the evening. The sky is dark when I drive through Selma, Alabama. The first time I made that trip, I crossed the Edmund Pettus Bridge without noticing what I had just done. I stopped and I turned around and I drove back across the bridge and then, with no traffic around, drove it slowly. Perhaps you know that today marks the 56th anniversary of a group of civil rights leaders advocating for voting rights for people of color in Alabama and across the South. They began their 54-mile journey from Selma to Montgomery by crossing that bridge. We remember it this day. And when we remember it, particularly this year, we are cognizant of some of the great leaders that are not with us this day to help us remember. And so we remember John Lewis. And we remember Amelia Robinson And we remember Martin Luther King Jr. And we should. We should remember their great leadership in that moment in time. But we should also remember the groups that organized that march. We should remember together the Dallas County Voters League. We should remember together the Southern Christian Leadership Conference. We should remember the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee. We must together this day remember the people who led, but also the collective of the groups that organized. We must remember today, beloved, what a dedicated group of faithful people can do in wilderness. We must remember the gospel truth of the wilderness that liberation takes the collective action of God through God's people. We must remember that Moses could not lead the people on his own. But he needed many to walk alongside him. Beloved, here is the lesson from the wilderness this day. When you find yourself frustrated by the difficulties of the wilderness, when you find yourself worn down and tired by the burdens you are asked to carry, when your spirit, like Moses, would concede rather than navigate the road ahead, the God of all the universe hears and knows your needs. The God of all the universe knows your need for companionship in the wilderness. The triune God exemplar of relationship knows your need. So she will draw alongside you fellow wanderers to journey with you. And she will call you to draw close to wanderers in need of a companion on their journey as well. Beloved, this is your calling. This is my calling. This is the calling of those who claim Christ as Lord. It is the calling of the church. Know this, beloved, throughout your journey... Throughout our journey through the wilderness, God will not abandon. The God who heard Moses' brutally honest petition hears ours as well this day. And so like Moses, may we ask for help. May we receive it. And then may we offer it to another. May you this day, beloved, know divine companionship on your wilderness journey May you be a companion to another, and may that companionship author liberation. Amen.